Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Hi, I'm Bob, and I'm going to fart and the egg. But where is it? That intro has been sent in by Linda, who works for Kevin, apparently. Um, hang on, Linda? Is that you, Linda? That Linda? Linda? Is that you, Linda? Hmm, maybe there's more than one. Anyway, this Linda says, I'm a fan and my sister thinks you sound like a stinky hippo. Well, thanks to you, Linda, who works for Kevin, but zero thanks. In fact, minus thanks to your sister. And to the rest of you, hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from... ...to... And everything in between. And I suppose we do have to ask now, where is the egg and who is Bob if it's Linda that sent in the intro? Um, Is it an important egg? And why does Bob need to find it before he farts? Is it a very fragile, maybe ancient egg, like a dinosaur one, and Bob's fart might be too powerful and break it, upsetting everyone at the museum? Um, That would be a problem. I mean, maybe Bob works at the museum, and I guess everyone who works in a museum probably has to be very careful about where they fart, you know, in case it's too whiffy and it destroys an ancient vase or makes a mummified pharaoh disintegrate. I get that. Um, but maybe I've got this wrong. Perhaps Bob is just a guy who needs to fart, but he can't fart unless he finds his egg. Maybe it's like a special comfort aid egg and he doesn't feel safe or he's scared of farting unless his egg friend is there. Um, I suppose eggs can smell like farts. So maybe if you're carrying an egg around and you fart and everyone says, what is that guffy stinks? You could say, oh, I'm sorry. That's just this egg I carry everywhere. And so maybe... Bob is like a super important, maybe he's like a a president of somewhere or like a super important emissary for somewhere and he's forgotten to carry his egg around and he just happens to be at like the UN General Assembly or like the film premiere for the brand new blockbuster movie, Jeff 4. Jeff does that thing again and everyone laughs, you know where Jeff does that thing again and everyone laughs, it's brilliant. And then just as they're about to show the film and Jeff himself is in the audience and then Bob farts and he's meant to show everyone his egg and say, don't worry, it's just the egg. But then he's forgotten it and that would be chaos, wouldn't it? So, uh, wow. I mean, who knows what could happen? Uh, Bob could get banned from the cinema for life, uh, banned from the UN General uh, Assembly for life. I'm pretty sure farting is banned from both of those places. There's actually a very long list of things that you're not allowed to do at the cinema. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty sure 
farting is on it. Um, you're also not allowed to yell every two minutes through the film. Is this still the trailers? When does the film start? Um, and you're also not allowed to bring a pet moose with you. I think those are, those are definitely on the list. Anyway, um, I hope Bob finds that egg or maybe doesn't. And then he can't fart and he'll just sort of inflate like a balloon and float away. And that would be kind of brilliant. Hopefully, Linda, who works for Kevin, can provide some answers on this important question. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, what Linda, who works for Kevin, did do, though, was also send in a joke, which was one of three hilarious jokes that I got in the mailbag this week. So thank you for all of those. It is excellent getting quite so many jokes. Um, so let me see here. Right, yeah, so the first one is from Linda, who works for Kevin, and she says, Joke, what is a mathematician's favourite food? A takeaway! <laughs> I love it! Uh, that is a brilliant joke, very, very clever. But hang on a second, what type of takeaway? Is it a pizza? Because you could divide that into six or eight slices and do even more maths. Or is it a Chinese takeaway? Because then you can get a dim sum, um, which I think happens if you add one tonne soup to one tonne soup. Uh, I guess more research probably needs to be done. But that is a brilliant joke. Thank you, Linda, who works for Kevin. Uh, now, next up... Ah, here we go. Uh, Caitlin, who is two ones years old, uh, says, I have a joke. That is great news, Caitlin. Thank you for that. And even better news, she also put it in the same email. Uh, what do you call a flying animal? A hot air baboon. <laughs> I love it. That is absolutely brilliant. That is a fantastic wordplay, Caitlin. Very well done. Um, I have to say, I'm not sure I'd like to meet a hot air baboon, though. Uh, baboons have absolutely bright red bums. So, like, can you imagine them flying around the sky everywhere? Especially at night. It would really confuse planes to see glowing red flying lights everywhere. They think they were other planes or, like, warning lights not to land somewhere. It could cause all sorts of chaos. Um, and lastly, but absolutely not leastly... This is from Anonymous, who is 10 farting gorillas old, and they have sent me a free non-stinky hippo, which... Um, I'm very sad to say has already been too close to the stinky hippos and now smells quite bad. It, it was a nice thought, though. So thank you, uh, Anonymous. And thank you for your joke, which is what's orange and sounds like a parrot. A carrot. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's very funny. But if I had a carrot that did actually sound like a parrot, I'm not sure I'd want to eat it anymore. I like I like eating carrots. But can you imagine? I'm just going to have this tasty carrot. Hello, I'm a carrot. Carrot wants a cracker. That'd be a bit weird. I'd probably just put it away and like, have a tomato or something. Anyway, um, thank you to all of you. Um, and, and all of those listeners have sent in things before, which is fantastic. I love it. I love that you will keep sending in things. Thank you so much. I love getting stuff sent to the uh, Comedy Club for Kids mailbag. But if you've never sent in anything before, then please do give it a go. Whether it's a question that needs to be answered, a joke that you want me to read out, thoughts on where Bob's egg is, or well, anything else you like, really, I will read them all out on this here podcast. Uh, all you have to do is ask your earthworm breath heads, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. And I'd like to ask again this week, so I am going to ask again because I can. Haha, <laughs> it's my show. Um, if you have any friends, family, pets, pen pals, aliens that you know that might like to listen to this show, please do tell them to tune in as well, as the more listeners that Radio Nonsense gets, the more shows we can make. Um, well, that's what the pod goblin told me anyway on his last visit, so it must be true. He also said, though, to stop throwing cashews at him as he doesn't like it, so that's a shame. Maybe, maybe he's not always right. 
Um, you can also check out all our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk as we've got loads and loads this summer. Uh, you can grab our t-shirts, which are, of course, perfect for the summertime at comedyclubforkids.store. And you please, please, please also check out the other podcast I co-host called Bust or Trust, which is available everywhere in the world that podcasts hide, you know, when they're on a break or no, probably when they're at work. I don't know. Just look for it on the internet or behind a tree. Oh, um, I wonder if... Nah, no, sadly, no egg in there. Ah, well, I'll keep checking, uh, see if we can find Bob's egg. And while I do check, you should listen to this week's most importantest bit. Though, uh, just to warn you, on this chat, as you'll hear, I was full of hay fever, uh, which is what happens when too many people say hay uh, during the spring. Anyway, I'm very sorry for my very, very blocked up nose voice, but I hope that you still enjoy the superbly silly chat. Yes, it is the two little Richard Head, Sharmina and David, a.k.a. David and Sharmina, who've never unknowingly befriended a lemur, a.k.a. Sharmahaha Avocados and Dave Idly Bidly Honkington Swarth, and as all our Aromo-speaking listeners will, of course, know you, Yeru Toku Bixisa Tinimisi Minjala Irati Isanin Arjinati Fakakata. But, of course, most people know you for that time you successfully stopped a runaway drain, for your cookbook on 30 recipes to eat while wearing a hat, and most famously for your research into the Song of the Sea and how to remix it. Um, oh, it's so lovely having you two here. How are you doing? Hey, doing doing? Good. How are you doing? <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are really pumped to be here all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Yes, we're in Australia right now. Yeah. Have, have you amazing. had Australia? We're on the, I, we're on the opposite side. We're in the I, I have. Yeah, I there have been we've we've had there have been other Aussies on this show, but I still can't work out. I, I don't know. I spoke to them while they're in, in your time zone, so it might have been a different year, a different decade. I don't know how uh, it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Different colour. Different size. Different galaxy. That's it. That's it. Cause what, what year are you in at the moment in Melbourne? We're in the present. So I don't know about you where you are. I'm in gift. You're in the gift year? Yes, I'm in gift right. year. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yes, yeah, I haven't got any presents here, so I, I don't know. I'm obviously oh, in that bit between yeah. a birthday and Christmas. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, t- we'll tell the birthday fairies to get onto it. Yeah, it's oh, a great year. Yeah. Present for everyone every day. Doesn't matter what you've done, good or bad, uh, wow. naughty or not. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. It gets a bit tedious after a while. I get the same thing by the same people sometimes, but uh, overall, it's a better experience. Yeah. Is, is it a good? So you said it's the same. It's the same present sometimes, but do you ever get a bad present? You don't get sort of like just someone's old sock. Worst or present. Like... Oh yeah, worst present I ever got was um just some uh it's just some linings for my drawers, just like some just some oh. like, like a wallpaper for the inside of my drawers. So not even a sock. It's worse than no. that. It's worse than a sock. But yeah. I, I got wow. given an old sock once, but it was on the end of a hook on a fishing what rope, and when I chased it down, I got to the end, and there was a full ocean for me. What? What was that? A sock on the end of a hook. Oh, was sock on the end of a hook. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was a fish caught me. Went swimming with Oh, him. my gosh. Is that how So is that how fish catch humans with a sock? Because, I mean, I can imagine if I saw a sock dangling, I'd be like, ooh, a sock, and I'd have to chase after it. That would be immediately how to catch yeah, me. Sock dancing down the street. You're going, going after it. Yeah, you are after that yeah. sock, especially a nice Angora, Angora woolen sock. Yeah. You know, that's one oh, to keep. Lovely, yeah. Yeah. Nice lima fur, which yeah. I can always identify. Yes, yes. I can see that lima fur from a mile away. You can, Dave. Oh, I can spot it, spot it with my eyes closed. I can smell it out. Yep. 
He's a Lima Terrier. That's what he is, a Lima Terrier tenant. Whoa, a Lima Terrier. I, I, I'd never heard. I knew you were a professional Lima spotter. I didn't know that was the official the official term. Does that confuse any I, I, any dogs that are also Lima? Like, is, is that a, a human term, or can you also get dogs that are Lima Terriers? Well, there are uh, terrier dogs, but there's no Lima terrier dogs. They, right, they right. tend to root around in other areas of the ground. And by Lima, foxes. do you mean llama or you mean Lima? Oh, Lima. Oh, right, yeah, Lima. Lima. Yes. Totally Lima. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can't spot a llama, can you? I, no one can, really. I thought that was no, one of their no, powers. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're very special llamas. Very special. Yeah, yeah. Long necks, very tall. Quite spitty. Can be spitty. Yes, very spitty. But that's why you can't see them because they spit at you and you're not expecting. You know, if they if you can see them, people will be like, "Stop it! You've got to stop." That's yeah. right. Well, we both wear glasses, so you get spit in the eyes and your day's oh. done. Go yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasmania's full of llamas. Tasmania, yeah. llamas. Yeah, so many llamas down there, spitting everywhere. But you can't see them because you're you're blind from the spit. Sure, sure. So it's probably <laughs> horrible at first, and then you can't see it anymore, so it doesn't really matter. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, then, you, then you get to use your mind's eye and just feel out what's around you. Right. <laughs> right. I, I've not practiced. I've never done that sort of. I know there's training you need to do that, isn't there? Yeah. There's some There's some uh, deep bush mind's eye training that you can do. In, right. in Australian, you can normally find your way around by feeling for wombats and koalas. They've, they've got different fur. So if you're feeling a koala, you're probably in a tree. But if you're feeling a wombat, you're probably on the ground. So once That's you learn the great. different furs, you can find your way around. Uh, emus, they're, they're tall with like a bush kind of uh, body. So if you feel a, a, an emu, you're probably halfway up a tree. You might be standing. Yeah, or standing. Right. <laughs> Right. And what about because because one of the things I always worry about with with Australia is that you've got some really bitey, bitey creatures, like sort of oh, bitey spiders yeah. and bitey. How do you not feel that like when you're doing the mind's eye thing, it's like, oh, koala, oh, wombat, oh, emu. How do you not go, oh, massive spider? The thing I'm mostly scared about is the is the bitey two year olds. Yeah, the oh, bitey toddlers. Bitey toddlers. <laughs> toddlers, yeah. In, in fairness, they're usually just trying to let you know they've been bitten by a bitey spider. Like, just right, share it right. around. They bite right. you, then you bite the doctor, and then the doctor bites the anti-venom guy, and then um, he um, gives the anti-venom to the toddler, and it just it just works around that way. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Mm. And are the, are the spiders worried about being bitten by the two-year-olds as well? Is that a concern? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. most spiders will carry a briefcase around and hop on in it if they see a two year old because they're that's right. what they that's yeah. how they hide in their little trap yeah. door briefcase. Little trap door briefcase. Yeah, just right. like knock knock. Anyone there? I'm going in. Back in briefcase. They, they sound very professional. They're very <laughs> professional. Six six legs, six number um, code on the on the <laughs> on the case. So you know, one leg per code. It makes it swift in and out. <laughs> They're good dancers That's too. Nice. Is that so? If you're using six legs for the code, is it, the other two legs they're wearing posh shoes, or how does that? I, I sort of imagine them in a little tie and. Oh yeah, little bow tie, little, little top tie, hat, yeah, nice. and tap shoes, tin and tap. monocle, nice. and uh, yeah, sometimes a nice coat if it's cold, but it's not cold. Yeah, it's not that cold here, but when the, in, the, in the dark depths of winter, the uh, the the spiders may may wear a tails tail coat, tail coat, mm. nice. coat and tails. Or tap dancing they say spiders. coat and tails, but the tails is part of the coat. Yeah, the tails is part of the coat. Why do they yeah. say coat and tails? Why do they say that? Yeah, why? Uh, that's a good question. Is that like if you're wearing a coat with tails, but you're also an animal with a tail? So it's like your coat 
Maybe wow, that's even double, yeah, double surplus it's, tail. Like it's what? It's tails, yeah. so you'd have to be a two-tailed animal. So it's a coat and tails, and if you've got a tail, it's coat and tail tails. Coat and tails with tails, you'd, then you've got two tails. And if you're a storyteller telling tails. Oh and if they're goodness. telling tales. I mean, it just goes on and on. In a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. tall tails. Yeah, up the tree. We are off on, uh, off, off. we're giving so much Australian red. information going on here that is that okay? Me. I'm not like because you know I know you don't want to give too much away. It's obviously nice for there to be surprises. Uh, mm. It's like a sort of teaser trailer, isn't it? You don't want to see the whole film, yeah, beforehand. Yeah, so I saw a trailer once that was a whole hour and a half, and then and then I saw the film. It was pretty much the same. That's and awful. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of fun. It was a big spoiler. Yeah, I was like, I've seen this bit. I've seen this bit. I've seen this bit. Uh, I've got well, this to me. feel like that I these days, even if you're five minutes to be fair i feel like i've gotten the whole movie i just don't want to look i scream and cover my eyes at the cinemas generally yeah yeah well, they've either got to they've either got to make films like four or five days long so the hour and a half trailer doesn't matter or they've got to make yeah. films five minutes long so that when you see the really long trailer you're actually it's actually a relief to see the film and you're like ah oh, that's, that's oh, done. i think that's a good way around yeah, make the trailers an hour and a half and the film's five minutes then you can go to a film festival just see the whole lineup and, oh that's uh, a great idea yeah finish it off also so many things you'd get so much more resolution out of that yeah. to your stories that way if, you, if your film was five minutes but the trailer was an hour and a half you'd, you'd be able to get yeah get, and people get, would really know what they were coming to see because they'd spent an hour and a half researching it and then when they saw the five minutes they'd know there wouldn't be any, like, sometimes people complain, like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting, or that's not mm. how I wanted the story to go. If you've seen an hour and a half trailer and the film's fine, you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If anything, you might be a bit disappointed. You might go home and think, yeah. maybe I'll watch that trailer again and uh, <laughs> try and catch up on the bits that I missed. Yeah. That is true. Nothing like, nothing like a bit of behind the scenes in a trailer, too. Oh, yeah, I like a good uh, behind behind the scenes, see, see, what, yeah. see how they made the thing. If you if you made the film five minutes and the trailer an hour and a half, but then you had the behind the f- scenes footage that's like ten hours, then uh, then you could really well, that's a DVD, you could really that's a whole DVD, that's a whole, package. Uh, whole wow. package. Wow, I should just say to listeners, DVDs were kind of like frisbees yeah. that you could put in a machine and it showed a sh- it shows like a film. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. they might know they should they might know DVDs. I don't know. I haven't seen one in uh, 40, 50 years now. Yeah, that's very vintage now. Yeah, like a video game that you that you didn't get to play because your your brother hogged the remote the whole time. Yes, <laughs> yes. And every now and then there would be a game on them, but you'd have to press. It would like be the worst rubbish game. Did you ever get a DVD that had a game on it, and you just had to like press the arrows on your remote control, and um, oh. it would be terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've played a few of those. Played games. quite a few of those games back yeah. in my fifties. That was a long time ago now. Usually, like just a little arrow, and you'd move it around, and you'd try yeah. and find something called special features and stuff like that. It was a hard game. I never, I never completed any of those. My favorite oh. one was Chicken Run. Chicken Run was my favorite one because there was chicken a on the on Chicken Run on the home yeah, page yeah. of their Frisbee DVD. Uh, the chickens would just all be lined up, and they'd all go. <laughs> at you with these amazing faces and their eyes would like fly out at you and i would watch that for hours that one wow that right. yeah, yeah. Who, needs a, yeah. who needs a film when you've just i didn't even watch the film i just watched yeah i just watched the home page of the dvd that is very good that is very good i i was gonna i was gonna ask just with the my concern about an hour and a half long trailers is you know the people that do the voices for trailers would they 
they'd probably get quite tired because if every time they'd be like, coming soon, but for like an hour and a half. Still coming soon. I'd like to do a coming soon. I've, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment, so it's hard for me to do my... In a world yeah. where this movie is going to keep going and I'm going to have to keep talking for the whole thing, I'd better get paid more money. <laughs> That's very good. That is very good. Do you use that voice, David, for like, uh, you know, normal everyday event, like coming soon, a cup of tea and things like that? Oh, I'm mostly at the supermarket where I go up to, I, I like to use the, the teller. I don't like to do it myself. And every item that I'm sliding to them so they don't have to look down, I'm like, <laughs> coming soon, cat food, coming soon, head of the letters. And then, uh, but I like to put a little delay because you don't want coming now. You want some um, anticipation and, that's great. It's, yeah. Particularly and also, yeah. With the cat food, because we have we have four cats, Tiernan, so uh, we buy a lot oh. of cat food. Yeah, we have four. You might hear them meowing around. One's eating right now. It's been the odd meow already on this. Yeah, yeah. You know it's, it is your duty to tell us all four names. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the first one, the OG, original boss cat, is hi phoenix it's not you you, it's not you phoenix wait your turn uh is haiku that's her name she's a black and white rescue moggy just domestic and then then, uh, the second cat we weren't going to get a second cat but the first cat (laughs) used to hang around our printer that was a brother printer and then would hang around our bongo drums right after it and we were saying are you trying to tell us he's like a brother named bongo uh bongo ended up being a sister so but we found another cat on Haiku's birthday. Yeah, on Haiku's birthday, Bongo arrived. And Bongo, Bongo why am I saying that? Because I've got a cold, it's going Bongo. It's Bongo. It's I can't I do know my own cat's name. And she's got big blue eyes and she's very, very fluffy. Very, very oh. fluffy. And um, she was a rescue too, but she's very fancy. She's got some ragdoll in her, so she's real fancy floppy and fancy. Um, wow. And then the next two happened when uh, uh, lock, the first of, of our lockdowns happened that um, I'm sure. In that Charlie time, that weird that yeah. weird Charlie Chaplin time, we were, we, <laughs> the vortex, <laughs> the like, vortex of time. You flat out for two things, to get food or to go to a cat shelter. So we, so we went to the cat shelter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cat shelter. Nice. And we got sweeties. One of them is looking at you right now, Tienan. Oh, dear. He's Hang on. He's, he's trying to climb over the laptop. Phoenix and we also have Juniper. Yeah. Who's oh. staring at the moment. Also. Phoenix Those is are good not... names. Phoenix is nine kilos of cat. Oh, oh. wow. Hello, Phoenix. Uh, listeners, there is an absolutely amazing cat on the camera right now. Uh, oh. And a very yeah, big fluffy a... cat. Lovely. He's very meowy and very demanding. <laughs> I love it. Can can I ask, just to jump back to Haiku, does Haiku only meow in sort of certain, like sort of three meows, then five meows, five meows, and three yeah. meows? Is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Five seven five, yeah. Five seven five, yeah. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Meow 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 Wow. Well, you, I mean, I, I applaud that you've you've taken such a cat in. That's hard work for you as well. If sort of probably quite zen at times. It can, it can be nice. You know, if you if you want to go to sleep, sometimes a nice uh, poem of meows can help us put, put us to sleep. Yeah, that's and, where the, wow. the bush the bush training comes in then. You know, the bush training. Yeah, yeah, of course. Comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Then you've got the bongo, bongo sounds in the background and the... 
<laughs> Juniper smells. It's only Phoenix. I'm not not sure how, oh, yeah. how he plays he's, a part he's, in this. But he's just climbing out of fires and and turning into a huge bird every other yeah. day. Yeah, which is very yeah. calming, very relaxing. Yeah, very calming. <laughs> Um, mythical creatures. We're, we're always fine for a mythical creature to be in the house. So. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get so a we... cat called Minotaur next. That'll be fun. Minotaur. We're getting another cat. Next cat will be Minotaur. <laughs> next cat will be Minotaur. <laughs> if it's called Minotaur. <laughs> oh, it's called Minotaur. Minotaur with um, That's it. Find a cat rescue tomorrow. It, you could also have a, if you've got a mythical creature cat, the cat may or may not exist and therefore you don't actually uh, have that. You could always have a yeah. mythical cat that you say you have and no one's really sure if you have it or not. Tina, and that's a very good that's point. Very good. Uh, yeah, you just Griffin's got Dave been, off the hook yes, there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, just... Griffin's been around for a while. Griffin. You just haven't met Griffin. You just haven't mentioned oh, Griffin? Griffin. A mythical cat called Griffin living in our house I didn't even know? Well, he spends most of his time as a griffin, which doesn't exist. So. Oh, yeah, it's, it's hard to spot that. You know, you don't know how many llamas you've got. You've got mythical cats. It's it's all, you know, llamas, llamas. you've just got to yeah. kind of get on with these things. You don't know they're there, so can't do it. you just got to crack on, make the best yeah. of it, you know, crack on and calm down. <laughs> well, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, speaking of cracking on, thank you again for having time to, to, to be on this podcast. Um, I've got a bit... I've got a question that, uh, and I should say to listeners, I'm full of hay fever, so I'm a bit sniffly as well. Um, but I've got uh, I've got a question that's been sent in that I think you two are, are the people to answer it. Um, but before yeah. that, I have got some admin questions for you. Is that okay to ask you Absolutely. some admin questions? Brilliant. Well, the the first one, and while I after I ask you, I'm going to blow my nose. Uh, the first one is I wondered. Um, this is an audio podcast, so most of our listeners do listen to it with their ears, but they may also listen with their knees or their bums. We don't really discriminate however they want to do it. And I just wondered uh, if you had a favourite noise that you could tell us about or preferably even make for us. Yes, uh, Shani's got a, a noise she's prepared earlier. This is my favourite noise. I hope you can hear it. Oh, we put water on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one not to, to try at home. Can you hear it? I, I heard the beginning bit, yeah. And then it went very quiet. Oh, no, that's gone too quiet. Oh, dear. Uh, well, this is one we, we reference the different places you can hear with. Um, I'm personally listening to this with my cheeks, and it comes in crystal clear to me. Yes. Sure, sure, uh, of course, of course. Uh, if you're trying to listen with your ears at home, you might have the, the, the right it's the, idea. It's the classic blowing bubbles in water with a straw, which I absolutely love, but I also think it works very well with milkshake. And I think Ooh. for all you listeners at home, if you've got the, a milkshake and you want to blow bubbles in it, and if some pesky grown-up tells you not to you can tell them my speech pathologist says it's very good for my voice box <laughs> oh also it is if it's you have, that's for your good. vocal cords if yeah. you have milk at home that is not a milkshake you can turn it into a milkshake by blowing into it yeah so that's a two that's two, two good yeah, yeah can i check is it best to do this by a keyboard or not by a keyboard I would say definitely don't usually do it by by the okay. keyboard. Sure, that was a rookie sure. error on my part. Rookie error. 
Reveal. I liked it though. It brought real risk in that I wasn't expecting, and I think that added a sort of <laughs> element of danger to the sound. We do, we like danger. It's it's good to take risks from time to time. I mean, we're Australian. We're hanging out with all the bitey bites. Yes, exactly. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I ask? I mean, are there times when this sound would be useful? Like you know, uh, people are worried. Uh, uh, am I underwater? Am I not? You you make that noise. They think I'm definitely underwater. Oh yeah, it's definitely good for for trying to figure out whether or not you are in fact swimming at the pool or at the ocean, um, or whether you're just uh, having a laugh in the kitchen. Um, de- depending on what you're after, it's good. It's a good way to figure it out. So I would say if you're blowing bubbles without a straw, you might actually be swimming. Uh, I would say <laughs> oh, yes. if you're blowing bubbles, if you're not blowing bubbles, you might not be in a pool. Yeah, yeah. But if you've got a straw and uh, and a cup and liquid, and you're blowing bubbles, I would say you might be. That is, yeah, that is, yeah. It's always good to check if you're in a pool, if when you're in a pool. Sometimes you dive into a pool and you're not in the pool. You, you're just at home. I've just what? been attacked. <laughs> Can you hear that, I Yeah, I did. I did hear that. I did. Yeah, indeed. What's What happened there? This is a can of poo. It's dry poo. That's not real poo. That's shampoo. <laughs> Dry poo, poo. poo. That is not real poo, that's shampoo. No, it's dry oh. poo. Look, it says dry poo. Dry shampoo. Poo. Dry poo. Shampoo. No, it's a oh, dry poo. It's dry. It's is it real? Is it or is it a sham? It's a sham. That's, that's it's a sham. Sham. It's a sham. It's a sham, but if your hair is a bit greasy, you can use it before you go. <laughs> well, or nothing you makes to... your hair look nicer than some fake poo in it. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. That's exactly yeah, right. That is true. Yeah, Your poo, yeah. not so good. Shampoo, great. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, it's the better sort of poo, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I was... Um, well, thank you for that. That was an amazing noise. Thank you for the, the shampoo uh, as well. Um, listeners will be, be delighted to have some fake poo in, in their lives. Um, I was also going to ask you, uh, you know, this is a family-friendly show, that's why obviously you have to use shampoo and not real poo, uh, and it's suitable for people of all ages you could possibly imagine. Can you imagine an age, you two? Uh, I can imagine age, yes. I've got one in my mind at the moment, an age. Yep. An age? Yep. Oh, what was the question? Sorry, I was too busy laughing. At- uh, can you imagine an age? An, a- an age? Any yeah. age? I've got cut. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good age. Yeah, Kara, is your age? Yeah, that's the age I've gone for. Oh, that's how. Yeah. Like, is that the question? How old are we? No, yeah. can you imagine an age? Oh, I was just imagine- asking. This is this isn't even the question. I was just saying that this is suitable. So this show is suitable for all ages, not one hundred. Long story, but every other age, uh, current age, uh, the Bronze Age, whichever age, just not. Oh. I was just, I was just asking. But what I was gonna say is because it's suitable for all ages, I just wondered if there were any rude words you won't be saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, we won't be saying noodle today. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, don't don't say noodle. No, we won't be saying noodle. We won't say noodle. There's too many oohs in it. There's oo. the oo is quite pr- profanity. Yes, written. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. And and the word kind of starts and then it starts again. It's like noodle, but then the do at the end it do- doodle. It's like noodle, yes. but the doodle like it's twice. Well, the doodle is quite doodle. offensive doodle. to me. Doodle. I find the doodle is um doodle is. It's trying to sneak the whole world back world back in there again. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit no. cheeky, a bit. It's very risky. Bit on the nose. Would it be a better word if it was noodle, 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 noodle? Noodle. Do you want another ooh in there? I think the extra ooh would make it um, a, a funner and more age appropriate. Yes. New, new yes. doodle. New doodle. I agree. New doodle. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely yeah. that's that's got a good ring to it it's got nice brightness it feels fresh young you know yeah. not not yeah. nude. it works backwards too then it's yes. a little new it'll nude it'll 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 do it'll do it'll do yeah it'll do 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 it I think that'd be allowed. I, I'm very grateful for yeah. you not saying noodle, though. This podcast yeah. would probably get shut down where you say we it once, and I appreciate that. So. We would feel so bad if we got if we were the Richard heads we that got you shut down. A couple of the noodle brains yeah. that yeah. you shut yeah. down from using a, a, a bad word. We'd be able to come to the UK again. No, we'd, 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 we'd be too be embarrassed. embarrassed. Well. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't think you'd be allowed in Melbourne again. Again, to be honest, I think no, no to, we'd be run out. You'd have to go no. to space. Yeah, or space, yeah, Sydney space, similar. Yeah, space, yeah. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, listen. Thank you for not saying noodle. I, uh, I also won't say noodle, obviously, because it's a family-friendly show. Are you mystified by mysteries, or can you crack the craziest cases? We're looking for chief detectives to join us on our investigations into some of the strangest stories from around the world. We'll analyze aliens, look for the Loch Ness monster, and hunt out curses. We'll present you with the best evidence and the most interesting facts. And then it'll be up to you to decide and tell us what you think. Will you be a myth buster like me? Or a myth truster like me? If you want to be our chief detective, join us on Bust or Trust, a kids mystery podcast. Every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and all other places you listen to podcasts. Um, and now listen, look, uh, again, I'm so grateful you could be here. Uh, I've got this question that's been sent in and uh, I'm going to read you the whole message. Um, it's, it's quite okay. a big message, but the question is just one little bit of the message. So we can, we can focus on that afterwards. But the, this message being sent in. Hello, dear people reading this. Read it. I am. So that's good. Uh, yes, hello. Right. I think this is the best podcast ever. That's very nice. Um, question. Right. Do farts come out to explore and then inform poos when to come out? Um, and then there's a weird game. It says find the odd one out. It's a trick. It's the one in the find the odd one out. I don't. OK. And that's from the one and only, <laughs> which isn't the odd one out, Ambu or Mabray. And then she's put they are pet names. So I'm assuming they're. I don't know if she's a pet. I don't know if her pet's written in. Uh, I'm not sure. She could, be, she could be a pet, or maybe that's a mythical creature that we haven't been told about that is also a pet name. Yes, very possibly. Whoa, so what? we had a mythic... This could be a mythical it... creature writing in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be an odd one out if a mythical creature that nobody's heard of was writing in. So that might have... We might have solved the riddle there. Ooh. Wow. Wow. I mean, You're so hot to... on these you are so hot off the press with these things my brain can hardly cope you're amazing you're amazing it's it's very slick I'm, I'm very impressed well that's I'm... this is why i've had you two on here because we've we've, we've got david with his kind of mythical creature knowledge we've, we've got you Sharmina, with your your bubble sounds that is yes. that is the combo that this question needs uh and, yeah. and this mythical creature slash pet slash ambu mabray she would like to know you know this important thing about farts. Do do they come well, out and explore like yeah. sort of farty scouts? And then they're no, where best to come absolutely out. Absolutely yeah. no real with that one. They absolutely do. There's, yes. Um, There's no doubt in my mind that that's what's going on. Uh, I, I think right. 99.9% of all farts are, are serious investigators. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just checking, having a poke around, seeing if a toilet is nearby. Uh, and then there's a little Just 1% that, that don't do the job properly. And that's when you sure. end up 
Well, as long as you try your best, it's okay to fail occasionally. <laughs> but I do think most of the sometimes, sometimes sometimes the fart fails, and sometimes the poo comes when you're not quite at the loo. Uh, the sad yeah. thing is sometimes some of those farts go out on a on a mission to find a toilet and never find their way all the way back. So uh, uh, yeah, the poo never gets the information. So yeah, that's the other that's the other way the poo can come a bit too soon or a bit too late. You know, sometimes the poo doesn't want to come; it's waiting for the fart to come yeah. back. It's waiting for the fart, the prodigal fart to return. Wow. And it doesn't because it's lost in this atmosphere. If you do wear the right type of glasses, you can see some rogue farts floating around looking for the poo that they originated from that are just trying to find a way home. It's, it's I once sniffed up one of Dave's poo. One of Dave's lost poos, I sniffed him up. And, uh, yeah, we didn't oh, see no. him again for a few months. And then, yeah. and then he finally came he out and burnt my yeah, So that was good. He found his way back. <laughs> That's, well, I'm pleased. I'm pleased they had a way out. Uh, otherwise, that would have been a very sad ending to the story, I think. Yeah, yeah, no. It's not always a sad... No, it's not always. It's Sometimes not always you'll sad. see a road sign, there's like an arrow, and you, you're like, I don't understand that road sign. It doesn't make sense. It's actually there for the farts to be directed home. Like the, wow. The signs out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sometimes you see a lone fart just like rolling along with his, you know, those stick, the stick and sack on his back, just like looking, oh, no. looking for his original home. And 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 usually there's enough people around to point out um, the the original owner and where he lives. That needs is to. very good. That's nice. Yeah, to know. Yeah. So can I can I check farts? Are, they are looking for toilets because you know sometimes you might be out camping. Sometimes you need to like go poo by a tree. How do farts know? How do farts know? Say no, we're just for a walk in the park. Don't poo here. Farts are very toilet. good. They're very good diggers. They come out with little um, shovels, and they, uh, they they you can't see them obviously, but they they can dig a good couple of centimeters deep to make sure there's no worms or anything. So impeccably good OHNS safety inspectors for appropriate wow. places. Yes. Mm. So you know, like the humble wombat here in Australia, for example, he actually poops out square poops. Square poops, yes. And the farts right. are also square, and they're so square they only find a safe place for the wombat to do the poo. Yeah, no round holes for wombats no. to poo in. Uh, wombat toilets are square too, like our, obviously our toilets are of course, more of an of oval. Course, yeah. Yeah. And I, I really, I, I do encourage listeners and you, Tiernan, to go and have a look up uh, wombat poo because I'm not... I, I'm I'm not um, even exaggerating. Their poop does come out in a lovely square fashion. You know, you see, I've heard this before, and what I am always curious about is is that do they sort of build little buildings with it? Do they play Tetris with you know what do they? Is there a reason for the square shape? Are they? I'm pretty sure a wombat yeah. invented Tetris. Yeah, so yeah. It's right. of, it, it right. was invented in Australia. Yeah, a couple of wombats playing in the in the backyard and with their, their built up poop. One of them had accidentally done a rectangle, and for the first time, and they just really went went wild with that. And I believe there's a documentary about it on Apple TV at the moment. Yes, Docu- I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yes. documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yes. you've got to see the entire trailer, which is ten hours, to see the wombat part. But... <laughs> sure, sure, of course, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's probably quite a lot to get into because you've really got to you've got to do nature documentary capturing the wombats. Doing it in their natural habitat, making Tetris, and then the dramatization—it's yeah. a lot to, yeah, it's a lot. To yeah. It's a lot, yeah. and the OHNS specialty farts that wombats have that are out there yeah. doing the investigations, which is, which is, you know, and the trailer, what, what got us here? Yeah, and the trailer voiceover people and the nature documentary voiceover people don't get along sometimes. So oh, no. figure out which ones are going to do the voiceovers <laughs> <laughs> can be a bit of an issue. <laughs> 
Wow, I, I it, uh, you've sold it to me already. I, I really need to see that now, just for the sort of David Attenborough versus trailer voice burn moments. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. it sounds very exciting. Can I? Are there any other animals that do? Because wombats do square poops. Most animals do, I suppose, sort of spherical, circular poops. No, nobody does a triangle poop, do they? Or like a star shaped? Or yeah. there must be. Uh, I did one. I feel like there's mis- <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, and Shani did a triangle once. I, I got a good look at it. It was it was lovely. And uh, snakes, of course, do noodle-shaped poos. Although we're not saying noodle. Sorry. No, no, that's noodle. all right. That's noodle. all right. Yeah. Right. Poodles, 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 yes. Poodles okay. is fine. Poo, poo emoji is based after the triangle poo that I did uh, about 80 years ago. Right. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, yeah. in Australia. It was well documented at the time in Australia. And that's... Um, wow. Is there a film about that? A very famous, famous poo. Uh, I think it's coming out in a couple yeah. of years. Well, yeah, you know, behind the scenes. yeah, behind the scenes are still yeah. getting nutted out. Sure, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I just feel it's a sort of missed opportunity for there to not be more shape, shapely poos, you know. I suppose that you mm. need the farts to be in a certain shape. It might get more complicated. It does. It does make the explorations of the farts a little bit more difficult, and the street signs have got to be adapted to make different corner skills for the different farts. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the different um, receptacles for the poos. And the location scouting, you know, different shape, different location required yeah. that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Can you hear Phoenix well, in the background? Again? And he's he's going. He's he, maybe you can, maybe you can't. But yeah, I can't. No, no, I'm afraid I can't. In yeah. the background, just going. He sounds actually like a peacock. He does. That's sound what like he sounds peacock. like. Well, that's what he's doing. What do you want, Phoenix? No, now he stopped. Now he stopped. stopped. Oh, he stopped. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Once you actually put an order in and yeah, not bothered. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Very irritating. Yeah. yeah so. Unless he was he does. Sorry. Oh, Tim, and should I, should I, can I interrupt? Uh, he, he, in the middle of the night, when Phoenix needs to do a poo, he likes to announce it and he, he runs around the house going, <laughs> And like for about half an hour before he finally uh, does some um, cat log, cat shaped wow. log. And, Is that and because then he does he not have a fart to kind of search out? Like, does he have to do the alert and the yes? And the search? He's a mythical creature, so he doesn't yeah. have the regular earthbound creature sure, explorers. Sure. Yeah. I think it is a lack of farts. I think that's the problem. He he definitely if he had if he had some good hardworking farts going yeah. and investigating the location for his poop, he wouldn't be waking us up at 4 a.m. every night. Yeah, the, I think the, that's, yeah. yeah, that's correct. I mean, cats do fart, though, right? Cats do, cats definitely do fart, yeah. They definitely do. Yeah, sure. But Phoenix doesn't, yeah. Yeah, Maybe we need to give him some farts. Maybe that'll solve Uh, this. We can get some good sleep. Getting some of those um, glasses that you can get where you can see all the fart explorers and he'll know to start looking for some of his own. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Do cats eat Brussels sprouts or beans or... Oh, that's a good idea too. We'll give some, give him some sprouts. Some sprouts. We'll um, just yeah. get him loaded up and yeah, so maybe some charcoal. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he rising out of that, <laughs> rising out of the ashes. So. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I mean, before I interrupted you the last time, and now I've I have you no idea what? that was. That was uh, far better um, than whatever I was going to ask. I, I, I you've, you've answered the question very th- thoroughly. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I suppose my only thing was, you know, people still, uh, I, I say people, some very silly grown-ups still sometimes think that farts are rude or like, you go, oh, you shouldn't fart. You've got to be polite or hold it in. But then 
you know, why don't they understand that farts are important? They they have to scout out where the loo is. If you have to keep oh, a fart you. in, who knows what will happen, you know? Yeah. Well, I think some of those adults that feel that way probably have very pooey pants and uh, haven't, yeah, haven't yeah. made it to yeah. the... And uh, maybe we should feel some compassion for them because they haven't managed to make it to the toilet themselves and have pooed their pants. Yeah, because, um, they're, they're, they're because of the oppression of their own farts. Yeah, yeah. 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 But if we shared yeah. the world word as much as we can that farts are there to serve a purpose, then I think that's probably good for us. Thank you for your farts. We always thank you, Jay. We always always say thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, is a, that is a beautiful message to share with, with the listeners. Like, thank you. And I hope that they go out and they thank the farts and they, and they share that <laughs> with others. And, and you see, I knew, I knew you two were the, were the ones to answer this question from, from Ambu. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, and have you got a busy, busy rest of the, the week, year of gifts? Are you busy uh, just sort of cat wrangling or... Uh, what, what are you Lots of cat wrangling this cat week, wrangling. and then we get busy again next. So cat wrangling this week, and then next week gets biggie bit, bit, bit more busy. We're gonna um hang out in, with the week with a heap of clowns and um and all go to the Doctor Brown together. Yeah, nice. Doctor Brown. Wow. Yeah, nice. you know Doctor Brown and his singing tiger. Some of you listeners might know. Um, yeah, we're gonna hang out with him next week and and cool. you know, do some Doctor Browning. And Which just, uh, yeah, it's just identifying lemurs. Like they, Lots of lemur identifications. Yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Sounds great. Well, listen, thank you. Good luck. Good luck with all of that. And, and uh, thank you for, for the fart thanking advice. And, uh, <laughs> and and good luck with the with the, the lemur spotting. Thank you well, so thanks, much. Tim. Thanks for having us. And uh, thanks to all the kids out there listening. If yeah. you've got any more questions for us, just yeah. send them our way. Or send us a fart. Absolutely. <laughs> Egg Thanks so much to Sharmina and David for their very, very informative cat and lemur-based chat. It was brilliant having them on the show, but also for answering Ambu's very important question. Uh, Ambu, I do hope you liked your answer. And if not, maybe send out a fart to explore when it's best to send in your complaint to Radio Nonsense. And uh, you'll quickly discover the answer is never, ever, ever, ever. Thanks. Um, I hope you don't need an egg to do a fart, or of course that would make complaining even trickier. If you'd like to send in a question that needs answering, a joke you've made up, an intro for the show, well, well, anything else you like, do please ask your earthworm breathheads, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help me email me at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And again, please do tell other silly faces about this here podcast and to listen in. Come and see Comedy Club for Kids live. Um, you can check out all our shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Grab one of our t-shirts or our book at comedyclubforkids.store. And don't forget to also check out and listen to the Bust or Trust podcast too. Now, while you were listening to that important as bit, I did try to figure out just where Bob's egg might be. Uh, it's not been easy. Uh, I made several calls, which I have recorded for evidence. Have a listen. Hello, is that the zoo? Yes. Do you have Bob's egg? No, go away. Hello, is that Montague Harrington's Umbrella Emporium? Why, yes, of course. Do you have Bob's egg? No! Never call here again or wave an umbrella in your face! Hello, is that the recycling xylophone centre? Yes! Do you have Bob's egg? Sorry, I can't hear anything you're saying as I'm recycling a xylophone! So, uh, there you go. I'm afraid absolutely no answers at all, but I do hope that Bob 
is able to sort something out uh, and can find uh, his eggs so that he can fart. Oh, wait, here's an outro from Linda, who works for Kevin. Hi, I found the egg. It was not in my pocket the whole time, and now I'll eat it. Hooray! I love it when a podcast has a happy ending. But wait, it wasn't in the pocket the whole time. So where was it? And what happened to the fart? Had it got out to explore and look for the egg and that's how Bob found it? So many questions! Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.